to another brand new episode of the epic ramayana this is the continuation episode of balakanda so let's get into the story tataki vadha sej vishwamitra rama and lakshmana crossed the river ganga and entered thick forest the ayodhya princess heard a big roar which frightened the animals and human beings The animals were not in their original mood. The birds made hoarse cry and no soft music was emanated from their throats. There was frightening silence. Rama asked about the place and its silence. Sage Vishwamitra was happy to tell the background of this great darkness and silence. Oh Rama, once there flourished two kingdoms here. They were Malada and Karusha. They were fertile and the people were happy. The two kingdoms were occupied by a rakshasi by name Tataki. In her previous life, she was the daughter of Suketu. Suketu had no sons. So, he did tapas to get a son. But Lord Brahma granted him a daughter who had the strength of 1000 elephants. She married a yaksha by name Sunanda. They had one son, Maricha. After the death of Sunanda, Tataki along with her son Maricha went to Agastya's ashram. She behaved in an unusual manner in the ashram. At one time, she wanted Agastya to be her man. Agastya got wild and cursed her to be rakshasi. Since then, she occupied Malada and Karusha killing all human beings she turned the two kingdoms into a forest you are the only person who can kill her you need not hesitate to kill a woman several people killed women to establish dharma mandara the daughter of virochana wanted to destroy the world indra killed her the wife of prigu and the mother of sukra wanted to destroy indra Lord Narayana himself killed her. You need not to hesitate to kill Tataki. Do it for the sake of humanity and to establish dharma. Rama replied, "O oh Guru, my father asked me to do whatever you ask me to do. I will do it following your instructions." Rama killed Tataki and liberated Tatakavana from the clutches of Rakshasas. Everyone was happy about it in early days sage vishwamitra did tapas and acquired many astras from lord mahadeva they were one dharma chakra two is kala chakra three vishnu chakra four indra astra five vajra astra six suram seven brahma siro astra eight ihika astra nine brahma astra 10 dharmapasam 11 kalapasam 12 varunapasam 13 agneya astram 14 vayu astram 15 hayasiras astram 16 kruncha astram 17 gandharva astram 18 saura astram 19 madana astram 20 mohana astram 21 nanda swad now Sage Vishwamitra wanted to pass them on to Rama for his future wars against Rakshasas. After taking bath, 
Rama sat facing the east. Sage Vishwamitra taught them all to Rama one by one. The method by which he should invoke the astras, the way to dispatch them and the way to withdraw them. All the presiding deities of the astras came and stood before Rama. They folded their hands and said, O Rama, we are your slaves. We are here to carry your instructions. Rama replied, Please reside in my mind all the time and come to me when I want your help. The deities of Astras disappeared. Then Viswamitra asked Rama to teach the same to his brother Lakshmana. Siddhashramam Sage Vishwamitra, Rama and Lakshmana approached a sacred place called Siddhashramam. Vishwamitra decided to perform Yaga there. He narrated the sacredness of Ashrama. Lord Narayana took birth as Vamana, the son of Kashyapa Prajapati and Aditi. Aditi was sad because her sons Devas were suffering in the hands of Asuras. To make Aditi happy, Lord Narayana took the birth of Vamana. Asura king Bali conquered the three worlds. He caused so much of suffering to the Devas. Indra, who lost his kingdom, approached Lord Narayana for help. After taking avatar of Vamana, he went to Bali and asked him to grant him three paces of land. Bali had earned a great name as king, who lavishly offered danas to various people. When Vamana asked him three paces of land, he was so happy to grant his request, Vamana assumed Vishwarupa. With one foot, he covered the entire earth. With another foot, he covered heaven. With third foot, he put it on Bali's head and crushed him down. So this place had become sacred and many rishis settled here to do meditation. So sage Vishwamitra decided to perform yajna in Siddhasramam. The rishis welcomed sage Vishwamitra and Ayodhya princess. Vishwamitra took Diksha and sat on Dharbhasanam. The other rishis met Rama and told him, O Rama, sage Vishwamitra has taken Diksha. He will observe silence for six days and six nights. The Yaga will continue all six days. You have to protect Yajnasala. Both Rama and Lakshmana went round Yajnasala, watching it carefully all around. Nothing happened in all the five days. On the sixth day, the Rakshasas started their game of attack. The sky became dark. There were shouts and roaring. The Rakshasas carried pots of blood and flesh. They were ready to pour them on Yajnakundi. Rama observed them and immediately acted on them. He took Manavastra and aimed at Maricha. It carried him 100 yojanas and threw him into the sea. Rama sent Agneya Astra which killed Subahu. Lakshmana killed all other Rakshasas. Rama and Lakshmana thus protected Yajna. Yajna was complete and successful. There was great joy among Rishis. They blessed both Rama and Lakshmana. Sage Vishwamitra felt immensely happy and blessed the Ayodhya princess. He decided to take them to Midhila kingdom. The story of Kusha On their way to Midhila kingdom, 
they reached Strona River by sunset. On the banks of Strona River, there was a beautiful forest with various flowers and fruits. The rishis in the forest honored sage Vishwamitra and performed Agnihotra. Rama was very happy impressed by the beautiful forest with flowers and fruits. He requested sage Vishwamitra to enlighten him on the sacredness of the forest. Sage Vishwamitra was very much pleased by the request of Rama and narrated the story of that place. O Rama, once there lived a great rishi by name Kusha. He was a great tapasvi and never violated the path of dharma. He always honored good people. He married a noble lady, the daughter of Vidarbha king. She gave birth to four eminent sons, namely Kushamba, Kushanaba, Adhurtarajasa and Vasu. Kusa called his sons, explained the dharma of the land and asked them to establish dharma in four cities to be built by them. Strictly following the instructions of their father, the four sons set on their work to build four cities. Kushamba built Kausambi Nagar, Kushanabha built Mahodayapura, Adhurta Rajasa built Dharmaranyam, Vasu built Girivrasapuram. This is Magadha Kingdom. The land is watered by River Shrona. This river flows from east to west. This area belongs to Prince Vasu. The second brother, Kushanabha, who was noble in character, had married an Apsara and had 100 daughters. These princesses were well versed in fine arts and they gained vast experience in song and dance. They moved freely in the beautiful garden like stars in the sky. Vayu, the god of wind, saw them and expressed his desire to marry them all and to grant them life without death. The young princesses laughed at his remark and said, O oh God, you are everywhere. You are also in the body of human beings. Without you, no one can live. Why do you make us fools? We all worship our father. He is our God. We will marry a person whom our father decides you please go away from here. Why you become angry and cursed them all to become hunchback. With tears in their eyes, they went home and stood before their father. They told everything to him. The father Kushanabha felt happy that they have protected the honor and prestige of their family. He told them, you all observed patience. Patience is dharma. It is yajna. It is satyam. It is honor. The entire creation is resting on dharma. You have shown it to the world. Somada was a Gandharva. She served a great Rishi by name Chule for many years. She requested him to grant her a son. Her son was Brahmadatta. He was a great scholar and acquired many powers from gods. He ruled the kingdom of Kampilya. Kushanabha wanted to give his 100 daughters in marriage to Brahmadatta. After the marriage, Brahmadatta touched each princess with his hand and accepted them all as his wives. To their surprise, by his touch, they lost their hunchback. 
their mother-in-law Somada welcomed them all. Sage Vishwamitra concluded the story of Kusa and began telling the story of his father Gadi. Kushanabha sent his daughters to the house of Brahmadatta. He decided to perform Putra Kameshti Yaga to get a son. While Yaga was in progress, his father Kusha appeared before him and told him that he would be blessed with a noble son who would bring name and fame to the entire family. Saying this, he disappeared and reached heaven. After some time, Kushanabha had a son and his name was Gadi. Oh Rama, Gadi was my father because I was born in Kusa's family. I was known as Kaushika. I have a sister by name Satyavati. She married Ruchakuna. She reached heaven along with her husband. Her devotion to her husband turned her into a sacred river Kaushiki Mahanadi. She is flowing in the Himalayan region. My sister is so dear to me. I cannot forget her love and affection. So I keep company with her. I spend my time in Himalayan region. Her son was Jamadagni. Parasuram is her grandson. Rama, you have asked me to tell the sacredness of this land and the people. I told you everything including my birth, my father, my sister and her grandson Parasuram. It is time for us to take rest. for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed listening to this to continue to know the epic ramayana please subscribe to this channel and keep listening thank you